Hello, everyone. It is time for episode 63 of Dealing with Stupidity. I'm a little late, and I apologize. But, you know, I'll get to that. And uh, I want to add, since there are so many movie review podcasts out there, I figure that there must be a large audience that is entertained by that. So this week, I'm going to start my own new... A new segment with my own movie reviews toward the end of the podcast, so keep listening for that. But now at the topic in hand, you know, I told myself several episodes ago that I would stop bitching about work on the podcast, but this is something I want to share with everyone. Everyone needs to hear this because if you do any of this, you are just an asshole. Now, lately work has not been going so great. And changes are changes are being made that have made it close to impossible for me to do my job effectively. I'm always tired, stressed, or not always. Here lately, I'm tired, stressed, and I feel like there's no end to it in the near future. And I've come to the conclusion it's just not worth it anymore. So things need to change in my life. But this is also the reason I can't keep a goddamn schedule nailed down for this podcast. I can't, and it's work-related. You know, and I could go on bitching and moaning, but it, it's it's not sympathy I'm looking for. I want to share how it can always be worse. As rough as things have gotten and where I see things going, I have to remind myself of the horrible situation that I came from before the current position I have. And doing that, it helps me keep my sanity for the time being. I'm not in a rush to find a new job. I'm looking for a new job, but I'm not in a rush. Um, you know, when I get when when I get that feeling, or when I get that, uh, you know, when you start getting just tense and stressed about your job, and you're thinking, "God damn, I hate my job." That kind of attitude. All I have to do is think about about my last job. And the shit I went through there. And it helps me out a lot. No job I have ever had was as unbearable as my last place of employment. Even though I know some people have it a lot worse, I want to share my experience. And I know there's people out there that's a lot got it a lot worse than I do. But I just want to share a few things, how bad it can be. Um, I'll start with this one asshole coworker I had first. I still remember this, and it sticks sticks with me fairly well because this is pretty much where I made up my mind that most people just suck as people. This is pretty much where I made up my mind where, man, working. <laughs> Coworkers suck. Most coworkers suck. I'll put it that way. There was this one time where we had been handed a list of projects from upper management to take care of that had a deadline of the end of the month. Not only did we have our, you know, our normal day-to-day bullshit to do, but also some added crap that had an almost unreachable deadline. So we... My co-workers, manager, and I 
work out a plan and a schedule when we could do what we could do and what should be first on the list and blah, blah, blah. Um, basically, what was the most pressing one? What was the most time-consuming one? Let's knock that out, and we'll go from there. Uh, so there was this one project that I chose personally. I chose myself. I said, let's do this one because this is one of the ones that let's try to knock this one out because that'll give us plenty of times to correct it if something goes wrong. All right. And I volunteered and said that I would take care of this particular job and do as much as I could on my own, but that would require you guys, everybody else, to help me out with just the normal day-to-day bullshit. Basically, just handle my phone calls or take a message, you know, you guys do that. Just cover my back. I'll take care of the rest. Get this thing started the next day, and I think I can knock it out by the beginning of next week with you guys, you know, basically taking up my slack. Great. Everybody was on board with that. No complaints because nobody wanted to do it, really. I didn't want to do it because it's a pain in the ass. It was overwhelming, especially if you've never tackled this before. So I volunteered just to make it easy and quick for everyone. I've done it before, so I was familiar with the process where nobody else had done it before. And, you know, if somebody else did it, they'd just end up asking me a thousand questions and it would end up taking twice as long and it would take me away from doing whatever, whatever, and whatever. So basically, I would get involved even if somebody else was involved. This way... I knew the process. I got it. I got it. I don't need to ask anybody questions. I just need you to cover my ass while I'm doing this. Everybody was on board. Great. Perfect. Spectacular. Well, the one coworker that I relied on the most to take up my slack because he and I were paired up all the time. One guy I needed for the next few days asked me later in the, the later in that day, the day of the discussion of the list that was handed to us. Hey, man, are you going to be here Friday? This was like a Wednesday or Thursday or whatever. <laughs> Am I going to be here Friday? I thought to myself, I looked at him with with that kind of look like, are you fucking with me right now? That kind of look that any normal person could have read my face and said, yeah, we're starting that project Thursday and it's going to take at least three days to get it just to get it started. Remember that whole meeting we had and I volunteered to do it so you guys don't have to fuck with it. Remember that conversation? I wanted to say that, but I didn't. I just looked at him. I don't know how, how to put it, how I looked at him. It, 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 a normal, sane person would have looked at my expression on the face like, where the fuck were you an hour ago? But I didn't say shit. I wanted to see where this was going. So he asked with that kind of between you and me look. Ooh, man, I'm going to call in sick Friday. I need a break. I'm just giving you a heads up. <laughs> man. I wanted to come come across my desk and strangle him. 
grab <laughs> grab him by the tie, wrap it around his throat, and just pull as hard as I fucking could. I'm thinking to myself, need a break. Now the reason this is another reason why this sticks out in my head so so prominently. You he had just got back from a week long vacation the month before, and he hadn't done shit since he got back you know he hadn't gotten back into work mode since his vacation so i took a deep breath i can't believe this did he just not he absolutely paid no attention to the meeting we had not not even three hours ago two hours ago whatever it was i can't remember i remember it was before lunchtime before he sprung this shit on me Whatever. All I could say was okay, and go on with what I was doing. I could, I, but I could not stop questioning in my head what kind of an asshole does this when we have so much shit that was just piled on to us with a very strict deadline. And we discussed this. We made a game plan. Everybody was on board, and he goes and fucks it all up right off the bat. And I'm thinking to myself, you guys don't have to do shit but answer a few more phone calls and take some messages for me. And I'll do the rest for the next few days, however long it takes. Let's get this part out of the way, hunker down, and and for a few days, only for a few days, do this and we can coast through the rest. I'm the one taking all the stress and the extra workload. You selfish, selfish son of a bitch. I, you know, it, it's one of those things that relied on us being a team and everybody working together. All I asked was for a little extra effort from everybody for three or four goddamn days. And he pulls this shit. Hmm. But what can I do? I'm not going to rat the guy out. You know, I'm not going to try and get him in trouble like a little bitch. I'm not going to, I'm I'm not going to go tattle or whatever the fuck. I'm not built that way, but I was pissed. Apparently he's not very good at reading my expressions, but I just remember being so fucking pissed. I was like, man, right off, the, right out of the gate, you fuck it up. But. This was a thing between he and I. I've done it with him before. We did it every now and then. Hey, the head. There's a little heads up. The sick day's coming. We we did that occasionally. Hey man, um, just letting you know. Feel a sick day coming along Friday or Monday. Just giving you a heads up. But that was when there was nothing pressing going on. But you know what could I do? I, uh, I couldn't do shit. I just thought to myself, all right, you go ahead and take that sick day. When you come back to work Monday, all your drawers are going to be screwed shut. (laughs) And I'm filling in the screw holes with epoxy. But he knew better. He was just a selfish cock. And I guess he just heard, I got this. And he was like, whew, Kevin's got it. I'm going to, um, you know, I ain't got to do shit until Monday or Tuesday or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how some people's brains work, but it doesn't function like a normal person.
All right. So anyway, I don't know if it was guilt or what, but he ended up coming in to work that Friday. But he said he, he felt a sick day coming on. And that helped me calm down quite a bit. And I got a lot of shit done. And I scratched him off the list of people I'm going to fucking murder one day when I snap. In the workplace. <laughs> Just kidding. No, he wasn't on that, ever on the list, but there is a list. So toward the end of the day, my manager comes to us and asks, you know, how's it going? How far are you gotten with your little project and all that bullshit? And uh, I basically told him, I've got, I've got it mostly done. I'm knocked out of the buttload. Thanks for everybody being here. I, I made that very clear. Um, I, t- I basically, I should have it all roped up, <laughs> roped wrapped up by Monday afternoon as long as everything goes as smoothly as it has. Great. Great. Everybody's happy. Everybody's still on board. Monday morning rolls around and I get a phone call about 7 a.m. and it's my co-worker calling in sick. I'm thinking this son of a bitch. This son of a bitch. What he must have heard Friday was I should have it wrapped up Monday and we're good. So apparently in his brain, that means that, well, I can call in sick now because he's got it handled. He's going to wrap it all up Monday. I, you know, and I, I'm the one that answers the phone. Now, he's supposed to be talking to my manager, but he calls me to tell me to relay it to my manager. I just, all I could say was, okay, thanks, man. See you tomorrow or whenever. Click. (laughs) But I remember thinking, why should I have thought any different? He came in. He gave me the heads up. Something's going to, there's a sick day coming. I thought it was Friday. I thought he would, you know what? Maybe he actually feels my pain. Maybe he actually is going to actually pull and do a little extra effort. No. He just heard, oh, all right, Kevin's got it under control. Yeah, I'll just just have that long weekend go until Monday. You know, I I just should have known. If he didn't call in on Friday, it was going to be fucking Monday. So I passed it along to my manager, and I just said, you know, forget what I said Friday. There's no way I can finish today with him calling in sick. There's just no way. I can't even get to it. No big deal. Things worked out all right, but still. (laughs) God damn. Could you have just made it a little bit easier? But, you know, that's that's. That's the kind of people you have to deal with these days. Self-centered assholes. So, but that wasn't the first time something like that had taken place, but it stuck out the most with me. Probably because that's the first time I realized not everybody's on the same page that you work with. I guess the lesson here for me to preach is that If you want people to keep you from wanting to punch you square in the face, do not be a selfish selfish prick that throws a monkey wrench in a plan when you're the needed the most. Pull your own weight. 
for fuck's sakes, just pull your own goddamn weight. That's all coworkers want from you if you want to get right down to it. Just pull your weight. And if somebody else is taking on a bigger project, well, fucking just do a little extra effort. But then again, there are people out there that don't give a shit. Don't do shit, won't do shit, are too stupid to be led by example, and don't give a shit about anybody but themselves. We all work with somebody like that, I'm sure, unless you run your own business and you're the only person, I don't know, but the normal person that has to work for a living, that relies on coworkers, you're going to find out, and if you're new at this, at the whole job thing, if you're new at this, you're going to find out a lot of people only give a shit about themselves. The older I get, the more I notice it. I've always noticed it from my first job when I was 16. Well, actually, 18. 16, I was cutting yards. So the only person I had to blame them was me because I was a lazy fuck back then. I was 16. I didn't give a fuck about somebody else's fucking yard. $5 an hour. Suck it. But if you haven't learned that yet since joining the workforce, then you you'll you'll get it soon. If you're like your first real job out of college, working in a group environment or whatever, or even if paying your way through college or you skip college and you're flipping burgers, it doesn't matter what fucking job you're always going to come across. It doesn't matter what walk of life you are, what type of job. What kind of job, whether it's a low paying or high paying, you're always going to come across. You're going to have coworkers that you just can't fucking depend on. If you haven't learned that since joining the workforce and paying your taxes, getting half your taxes ripped out of your paycheck since you started having an official job where you draw a paycheck. And it's the first time you come across it and experience that where you're busting your balls and there's always some Joe Schmo over there who ain't doing dick, but he's getting paid as much as you, probably more than you, and ain't doing a goddamn thing, but you're working your balls off. Well, you're going to feel like a rape victim when you got home and you just going to want to, when you see that check and you just going to, you want to take a shower. You feel used. You feel cummed on. Oh, man, it's horrible. People are fucking horrible. They're just horrible people out there. So let's change a little bit of the topic. Now, you've heard of the whole sexism, cronyism, nepotism, favoritism, racism, and all those other isms in the workplace. You've heard about that. That shit is for real, and I have witnessed it firsthand. Again, from the same job I had with coworker ass face. Now, I'm not going to get into the racism part. I've witnessed that more than enough over the the years since I was in my teens, since I had my first blah, 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 first real job. I've seen it from both sides of the fence. And I don't even want to think about it anymore. It's depressing as fuck. It it still goes on. Anybody that says it doesn't, it's full of shit. I see it all the time. I ain't seen it at this job. I will say that. But 
it's depressing as fuck, and I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not bringing in racism because, you know, this podcast is supposed to be fun, goddammit. But somebody just left me a message from Michigan. I don't know a goddamn soul in Michigan. Blow me. All right, so back at this old job that I had, every now and then a position would open up in the uh, purchasing department that was a step up from the position I was in. I was in purchasing, but only to a degree and only for the maintenance side of things in my position that required someone to be there 24-7. So, and I always had the shit shift. Naturally, anything to get me away from that bullshit, I was going to jump all over. And I figured that with my experience that I had, or even my other co-workers on my team, one of us was a sure shot shoe-in for the natural progression from the position we had. Well, that was never the case. Nobody from my group ever got hired for this position when it came up with the exception of one time. And I'll get into that in a second. Now, the director of the department was run by a woman. And it was no secret that she had her favorites and she preferred women to work under her. Now, normal company policy was that when a position became available, that they were to hire from within. That's what the company preached all the time. We hire from within. Mm -hmm. That was complete bullshit. And the longer you are around, In the workforce, you will find that that phrase is used often by employers, but seldom take place. It is a complete bullshit. It's just bullshit. I personally had at least four different interviews for this position, and I was more than qualified, but I was always passed over by someone from the outside, and it was always a woman. Always. There's documentation. Always. You know, I'm not saying she was a sexist or a man-hating cunt, but if the douche fits, then you're a cunt. One of the women, one of the women she hired was dumb as a bag of ice, and I found out later that she had zero experience. She previously, it was some bullshit like she sold perfume at a department store or shoes or some bullshit like that. That was her previous experience, but she had a degree in I don't know what, shoe sales, whatever the fuck. And, you know, and and I always, I was always curious of the reasoning for her always hiring women. Possibly it was because one of the top guys under her that had been there forever was pretty much a sexist asshole, (laughs) sexist asshole. And she didn't need to have any more jerks like him around the department. One was enough. And I'm pretty sure that if I had ever gotten the job, he and I would have gotten along great. Because in case you haven't noticed, I'm a bit sexist myself. Yeah, I know it's shocking, and I have a slight attitude problem if you hadn't noticed that either. Um, or maybe 
Just maybe she was sexist to herself and felt women in the company didn't get their fair chance in other departments, so she would help them in hers. I'm going to help the women in our company move along because nobody else is, but you never hired from within. I worked with four women and you never hired any of them and they were all smart as shit. You man-hating cunt. I don't know what the reasoning was, but the fact that some of the women she hired were so incompetent that they weren't even as close as competent as they needed to be. And the least, (laughs) like shoe store bitch or makeup counter, whatever, where the fuck she came on, came on. Mm Mm-hmm. Came from, she made our job more difficult because she just didn't get it. So back to the story. The one time this bitch did hire someone from within was when she hired one of my coworkers on my little team. There was one time. First, here's how she got the job. This particular woman got the job in my department. Her husband was a director in maintenance. She previously worked as a receptionist in a doctor's office. and Before that, she was a stay-at-home, stay-at-home mom. Now, she was a nice person. I had no personal problems with her. But one of the first things I noticed that she showed there was, uh, that, the, that showed there was something going on was that when she started, she was more, making more than the rest of us in our group. And not just by a little. It was a noticeable difference. Well, Kevin, how did you know that? (laughs) She was making more than our manager at the time. I know this because our manager left a spreadsheet up on his computer that showed what we all made each pay period. And being the nosy person that I am, I just happened to see it one night when I accidentally used his computer and accidentally found out in a random folder But that's not the point. Yes, I worked the night shift. There was like 10 people in the whole building in night shift. So I use that to my advantage many, 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 many times. On top of that, she had uh, the pick of the litter when it came time to picking shifts, even though she was at the bottom of the seniority list. I always picked the overnight shift so that the girls on my team that had kids would have the day shifts to pick from. You know, I'm that kind of guy. Plus, there was all, um, I didn't want to work during the day when all the uh, directors and, and higher ups were always in there and all that and always sticking their nose in business because I sure as hell would have gotten fucking fired if I worked during the day. So, I wanted the moms to work the day shift so they can spend time with their kids at night. And plus, it saved me from getting fucking fired because I would have surely told someone to go, hey, see that over there, that spot by the elevator? Yeah, you can go over there and fuck yourself. So it was a win-win. As much as I hated that job, I did need that job at the time. So anyway, back to what I was talking about. Now, you had to be in... in a position at this company for at least 
the minimum six months before you could be you could even put in for another position within the company. Now the weekend, <laughs> the weekend, the week of her hitting her six month mark, a new position magically opened up in purchasing. Nobody quit. They just added another position because they needed more help all of a sudden. So who do you think got the job? That's right. She got it. Regardless of the fact that she was the newest in her group, the least amount of seniority uh, by three years, and she was still learning the job in our department, a position that you had to know pretty damn well before moving up to the purchasing department. At least that's what I was always told. You need to know it backwards and forwards, which we all did, but this broad didn't. Now, she was chosen over six other people with at least three years' experience over her. A couple of them, a couple of them had been there for five or more. It was a complete load of shit with how they handle it. But, you know, from my experience working there, I couldn't expect it anything less. I know <laughs> I knew a woman was going to get the job, but at least one that had more experience would have uh, would have been nice or wouldn't have been so obvious. But that's the way they rolled. They didn't give a shit whatsoever about most of the people there. It was blatant. And so that's that part that, yeah, there is sexism and it's not always a man doing the, pulling the strings. There's women that do it too. I don't want to hear that shit that they don't get a fair shake. Fuck you. Now here's a, an, another one from working at the, at that same shithole that I found about, found out about towards the end of my prison sentence while I was there. And at that godforsaken pile of shit of a company, I'll call her Miss L. Now, when I when I first started there, she was a manager over over <laughs> over all the locations, parts rooms in our system, which about ten or so. I can't remember anymore. I try to block out as much as I possibly can. Um, I never had any problems with her personally. She was very good at her job. But she was married to a director of maintenance as well, just like the last chick that was in my group that got moved quite a bit right along. So she did a great job, I thought. I liked her husband. He was a he was a cool guy, you know, never had any problems with him. But this is where the whole favoritism, nepotism, and shit shines. Now, right around the time the company started going to shit and cutting back, and everyone had to take a pay cut. At least I was told everyone. I know everybody in my group, everybody in my in our department took a pay cut, pay cut, pay cut, just so we could stay in the operation. If you've never had a job where you take a pay cut. Man, that's 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 like getting kicked in the balls. I've worked this hard to make this much money. All of a sudden, you're taking it away 
we can't stay in the operation because you can't afford to pay us what you said you would pay us for doing the job we do. Fuck you. Whenever you, if you're ever in a situation, this is a side note right here. If you're ever in a situation, the company said, hey, just so we can stay in operation, everybody needs to take a pay. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Stay in, stay in as long as you can for the severance pay, but make sure you have a job lined up when it's done. It will go out of business. I've never heard of a job. I could be completely wrong because I'm not a, an economist or anything like that. But if you're taking a pay cut, chances are it's a sinking ship and bail. So anyway, everybody took a pay cut just so we could stay in operation. They closed the main location she was uh, she was over, which was where we were based at the time. So her position was eliminated. <clears throat> Excuse me. No big deal. Right? You would think. Now, after her position was eliminated, <laughs> all of a sudden, she was a manager of inventory control at the home base. Okay, that's a little odd, but she was more than capable of doing it. She, she knew her shit. She was a smart broad. Whatever. Then... Then it started getting tougher. They were tightening the belt more. They they made more cutbacks and eliminated positions and in inventory control. And all of a sudden, she's a manager of IT. Information technology. Is that what, that's what IT stands for, right? IT. And we were all, <laughs> what the fuck? Miss L is manager in IT? Let me say this. This woman didn't know squat about IT. She could use a computer, turn one on and off, and use basic programs and know how to use email. But that's it. And she would probably admit it to herself today if I were to ask her. Yeah, I didn't know shit about, you know, I don't know shit about IT. You know, whatever. She stayed a manager of IT until the days they shut the doors and moved to Minneapolis. I don't know if she went with them or what. Now, after all was said and done, as my last two weeks there, it was a skeleton crew. And the, uh, not toot my own horn, but the skeleton crew consisted of the top people in their positions. I'd like to think that. No, everybody else fucking quit. I just didn't find a job as quickly as everybody else. But, so rumor has it, the story goes about Miss L. She started years and years ago when the, first, when the company first opened its doors. And she was a nobody. No formal education. Just high school. And she was very attractive. And she fucked her way up the ladder until she hooked up with one of the top directors, got married, and from then on got whatever job she wanted in the company. Wherever she and her husband, <laughs> wherever her husband was moved, because he was a top dog, he knew his shit, he was, he was a 
very sharp guy. Wherever, whatever location in our system he was moved, she went with him. And whenever she went with him, she got one of the top positions in that city. Within the company. So, I don't... <laughs> That's blatant. Moral of the story is that it's not what you know, it's who you know, and more to the point, you've heard it before, who you blow. That is the most real statement I have ever heard in my life, and it is very, very true. And all this bullshit you keep hearing about in news and all this shit, that there is sexism in the workplace and women aren't being treated as equally and get passed over for promotion and don't get paid the same as men and all that other shit, that falls on deaf ears when it comes to me. I don't want to hear that shit. It's a load of crap. A load of fucking crap. I'm sure it exists somewhere out there, but my experience in this particular job leads me to believe that all you have to do is have a pussy and you can have you can carve out whatever path you want in life. Career career wise. Now it may take a few uh, it may take a little while for some women to learn how to use it. But that furry little monkey can work wonders for them in in their career. Women don't have to do shit if they don't want to. I don't want to hear that fucking crap. You can kiss my, the bottom of my ball sack. Men have it easy. Women have it hard. Fuck you. Fuck you. And if you want to argue the point, that company went out of business, got bought out by another company and moved to Minneapolis. So if women really want to control shit, well, you fucked it up in this situation. You fucked it up, got bought out. And now where are you? That director who only hired women in her department in purchasing, she was one of the first ones to get fired. That's what you get playing favorites. If you're a woman, Am I a little sexist? You're goddamn right. I've experienced it the wrong way round. Yeah, men get treated better. Bullshit. Depends on who your boss is. Mm-mm-mm. I don't ever want to fucking hear that shit. I get, uh, my eyes get red and my ears start popping when I fucking hear people say, men have it easy. Fuck you. Again, how, how how long is maternity leave? Granted, you're farting out a kid. <laughs> I'm not even going. To, I'm not even going to go into that. And you know, you don't even have to question a woman when she calls in sick. Now, all a woman has to say, oh, "It's that time. It's that time. I got. I can't come into work. I'm in pain. Fuck you." What am I going to say? Oh, my, I got blue balls. I ain't gotten laid in fucking two months. I got blue balls. I'm not coming to work. I'm going to slam my dick in the car door a few times trying to douse it off. Doesn't work that way. So let me get back to the point. Uh, don't be a selfish coworker. Pull your own weight. That's all people want from you is to pull your own fucking weight. 
That's really it. Just pull your own weight. Women, use that pussy for good, not evil. Don't be a cunt. Nobody likes a cunt. Nobody likes a cunt. Nobody. 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 If you're a cunt, nobody likes you. And if you do have a guy that likes you and you're a cunt, and you know you're a cunt, and he likes you, well, he likes to be fucked in the ass. (laughs) With broomsticks. Not by dudes. He wants you to take care of it. He wants you to put on a strap on of a big 19-inch black dick and fuck him right in the ass. And punch him in the balls. Or kick him in the balls. Or one of those weird motherfuckers that likes stiletto heels and his scrotum. Fucking weirdos. I don't know why I went off on that tangent. But that's all I have to say on that. I feel much better now. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, hopefully. um, Yeah, I, I, I didn't have a podcast last week. Because... What started this whole podcast was work is fucking just wear me the fuck out. And I'm looking, I got to leave. I got, I got to go somewhere else unless something serious changed. But you don't want to hear my problems. You don't want to hear my problems. So here's something I'm going to start this week. <clears throat> just to give you a little taste. Since uh, there are so many movie review podcasts out there, and I do like a lot of them. They're pretty good, but a lot of them are long-winded, right? Some of you out there listen to podcasts that are have movie reviews. Why does it look like there's a booger on my wall? Sorry for getting sidetracked. Um, does it really take 30 minutes to give your movie review on a podcast and you discussing it with you and your drunk friends. And there's usually that one babbling broad in there who looks at it totally different. Like I thought Bradley Cooper was so cute. Well, that's not, that has nothing to do with the story or the fucking movie. All right. So here it is. Um, (laughs) I'm going to start giving my fucking movie reviews Two there. I'm going to do two movies a week. Now they, they're either new or they're old. Doesn't matter. But this is what I recommend or what I don't because this is what comes on on fucking cable or Netflix or Yahoo. Yahoo? Anywhere you get movies. First movie up is a Netflix original that I watched over the weekend called Polar. It's about... trying to sound like i know what the fuck i'm talking about it's about a retiring assassin played by mads mickelson who is a complete fucking badass in this movie okay that's all i'm saying watch the fucking trailer if you don't know what it's about it's a good movie it's a really good movie especially if you like gratuitous violence fucking i recommend it watch it the second movie is wreck it ralph ralph uh breaks the internet it's the sequel to the first wreck it ralph voiced by john c Riley. Watch the fucking movie. I like it. I recommend it. It's a good movie. If you don't know what it's about, watch the fucking trailer. Okay. That's my movie reviews for the week. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Let me know what you think. Or share some of your experience with your sexism and favoritism and nepotism and all the other jisms uh, at the workplace. I'd really like to hear somebody else's. I know there's worse stories than mine. I'm just a boo-hooey motherfucker right here. 
or just shoot me an email if you have a question, suggestion, comment, complaint, or insult. I'm up for all of it. Come at me. Um, you can do it at dwstupidity at gmail.com. Hit the contact page on dealingwithstupidity.com or on Twitter with, uh, you know it, Dealing with stupidity at DW Stupidity. I'm not hard to find. And I might add, if you know someone that would like to hear this or needs to hear this episode, so uh, please share it. Share it. Rate and review on iTunes. Um, I might be out of a job soon, so I, I, I need, I need, I need, I need some help. Anyway, whatever, guys. I'm sorry I missed last week. I appreciate everybody out there. Thank you for listening and have a great week. And check out those movies. I recommend them.